Our readings for Remembrance Sunday are taken from the book of 1 Samuel, 1 Corinthians and John chapter 15. 1 Samuel 7 verses 10 to 12. While Samuel was offering the sacrifice, the Philistines moved forward to attack. But just then the Lord thundered from heaven against them. They became completely confused and fled in panic. The Israelites marched out from Mizpah and pursued the Philistines almost as far as Bethkar, killing them along the way. Then Samuel took a stone, set it up between Mizpah and Shen, and said, The Lord has helped us all the way, and he named it Stone of Help. 1 Corinthians 11 verses 23 to 25 For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you, The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he'd given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it, in remembrance of me. John chapter 15, verses 13. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I wonder how many of you have got a good memory. Can anyone remember what happened on the 3rd of September 1939? Well, that's right, of course, Germany refused to pull its troops out of Poland, and so it was the beginning for us of the Second World War. Now, you'd have to be very old to be able to remember what began on the 28th of July, which year? Yes, 1914. It was the start of World War I. Here's a more difficult question. Who are Vivian Elisha and Kenneth Taylor? Well, their names are on our memorial boards for those who gave their lives during World War I and World War II. Vivian died in action in 1915 in Gallipoli, Turkey, during the First World War, and Kenneth died in Kohima, India, in 1944, during the Second World War. They didn't know each other because Kenneth wasn't born until 1922. But they had two things in common, and one thing in common with me, Both worked in a bank before the war. And both lived in the same road as I do, now I've moved into Purley. If I'd been alive then, they would have been my neighbours. A couple of days ago, I stood outside Vivian's house a few doors down from mine and wondered what his life in Purley had been like before the war. I wonder who in your road served this country during one of the world wars. Remembering some events that have happened is really important for all of us, not just for those people who happen to have a good memory. And on Remembrance Sunday, we remember the brave men and women who fought in the wars we've mentioned, and other conflicts as well. And that includes the 58 men remembered on our memorial boards, 38 who died during the Great War, and 20 who died during the Second World War. All of them lived in the roads all around here, in Purley, so that we can enjoy freedom in our country. 
Now, some of you might ask, why is it so important to remember events that happened a long time ago? So let's see if the Bible can help us answer this question. In our first reading from the book of Samuel, we read about a time when God's people, the Israelites, were about to be attacked by their enemies, the Philistines. The Israelites were very frightened, and Samuel the prophet cried out to God on their behalf and asked for his help. God answered Samuel's prayers and came and sent the Philistines packing, stopping them from harming the Israelites. Samuel then picked up a large stone. He set this stone up between two places called Mizpah and Shen and named it Ebenezer. The name Ebenezer means stone of help and Samuel set it up as a reminder to the people that God had helped them. Every time people walked between Mizpah and Shen, they'd see this large stone and remember that God had helped them. Seeing the stone would not only encourage them to be thankful, to be thankful to God for what he'd done for them, but it would also encourage them to live differently and put their trust in the living God rather than in idols that were frequently tempted, they were tempted to trust. In the New Testament, we read of the incredible love that God has shown us by sending Jesus to come and die for our sins so that we can be forgiven and become members of his family. To help us remember what God has done for us, Jesus didn't set up a stone, but he gave us a special meal to remember him by. And every time we eat bread and drink wine together at communion, we remember that Jesus went to the cross for us. As we remember, we're thankful to Jesus for what he's done for us, but we're also challenged to live differently, to live differently in light of the great cost to him of our sin, our separation from God. So both parts of the Bible, the Old and the New Testaments, tell us that remembering events that happened a long time ago is really important. It's important that we can learn to be thankful and it's important we can learn to live differently. Around the time of Remembrance Sunday, to help us remember the men and women who willingly serve their country by fighting in the different wars, we wear poppies. You see, poppies grew in the fields after the First World War and are a powerful symbol of sacrifice. As we look at the poppy and remember the love and courage that ordinary men and women showed during the wars so that we can be free, let's learn from the Bible and be thankful to them and to God for their sacrifice. And let us also learn to live differently. Just several months after entering World War II, our nation, like the Israelites, was very frightened and in a desperate situation. We were quite unprepared for war and humanly speaking, we were left in an impossible situation. That situation worsened when France fell to the Nazis and the British army of only 350,000 men were hemmed in with their backs to the sea at Dunkirk. The commander of the British forces, Lieutenant General, General Sir Frederick Morgan, said there was no way out, barring a miracle. Well, that miracle happened after the first day of prayer. The first national day of prayer was called for by King George VI in May 1940 to plead for divine intervention. 
So widespread and so deep was faith in God that literally millions of people flocked into churches across the nation to pray. And the special service held in Westminster Abbey was so inundated that there's a famous photograph showing a queue a quarter of a mile long as people desperately tried to get in to pray. The people of that generation knew God was real and they knew he could be petitioned through heartfelt prayer. The result of that National Day of Prayer was, of course, the miracle of Dunkirk, and the following Sunday was declared a National Day of Thanksgiving to God. So today, as we look at the poppy, we too are called to pray, to bring to God all areas of the world where there's conflict and war, asking for his divine intervention, that hate will cease and love will win. We may not think that we have anything to do with world wars, but war begins with hate and selfish ways, wanting everything our own way. So let's ask the Lord to help us to choose to love rather than to choose hate, to put others before ourselves. Let's ask the Lord to help us to choose to forgive, to forgive others when they hurt us, rather than choosing to look for revenge. When we all do that, then we're playing our part in keeping our nation at peace. And we have remembered well. Amen.